Hey, it's John from CityCast. If you're in the mood to pamper yourself a little bit this week while supporting cruelty-free products, you should check out Bone Cur Home and Wellness. It's the best place in Portland to find everything from chic home decor to cannabis accessories. They've got a curated collection of vegan and cruelty-free home goods and wellness products because their name is French for kind heart, after all. You'll get a 20% discount on your first order when you sign up for emails this week at boncoeur.net. That's B-O-N-C-O-E-U-R.net. And use the code BONCOEURCITYCAST20. If you hadn't heard, a couple years back, the state Senate passed the Sunshine Protection Act, attempting at making daylight saving time permanent. But State Senator Kim Thatcher has introduced new legislation that some consider a better option. Now, this new proposal is part of a multi-state effort shifting away from daylight saving time to instead make standard time permanent, meaning we never spring forward. So all those long summer evenings, yeah, those would turn into earlier summer mornings. Is this kind of confusing for anyone else? If so, you're in luck, because today on the show, we're revisiting a conversation I had with science journalist Aaron Ross about the pros and cons between standard and daylight saving time. Aaron is going to be sharing why she thinks Senator Thatcher might actually be making the right move. And just a note that her cat Willow and dog Percy really, really wanted to be part of the taping, so you'll be hearing from both of them as well. It's Monday, February 12th. I'm Claudia Meza, and this is what Portland's talking about. Willow and Percy, welcome to the show. (laughs) I can't wait to hear what they have to say about daylight savings. Oh, I'm sure they have strong opinions all around. (laughs) Okay, so... No, I'm so sorry. Okay, I don't know if you just heard that mic thud, but that was literally a cat walking across the screen for funsies. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, Erin, aren't we supposed to be done with time changes? Yeah. um, Well, so, like, Oregon passed this bill, right, that would move us to permanent daylight savings time. uh, But it was contingent on two things. It was contingent on Washington and California being on board so that we're not, like, out of step with everybody else on our side of the coast. And uh, also Congress had to pass a bill approving it. And so Washington is on board with permanent DST. um, And California got a measure on the ballot, but voters rejected it. Why? Um, I mean, you'd have to ask California. Is it because they're just like, the sun, we got it. We have a lot of it. We have so much sun. I'm <laughs> jealous of all their sun. Uh, and yeah. then the Senate actually, like, introduces permanent DST bills or, like, permanent standard time bills all the time. And mm-hmm. last year, one even passed. But um, they usually introduce it around the end of the legislative season. So they have never had one get voted on by the House. Um, and I don't know if they ever will. I think it's just a thing that they do for some, like, points. Well, another option um, I've heard thrown around is permanent standard time. So what's the difference between permanent standard time and permanent daylight savings time? Yeah, well, um, first of all, even though it makes more sense to be daylight savings time, it's not. It's just daylight saving time, just a a singular. It's like... Oh, yeah, there's no S, right? Yeah, it's the reverse attorneys general. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, you know what's so funny is Julia told me this and I refused to listen to her. I was like, I'm sorry, <laughs> but that sounds dumb coming out of my mouth and I'm not going to say that. It sounds weird. It does sound weird. Um, and no, it has nothing to do with farmers and it never did. I thought it was about farmers. I know. That's what everybody what? thinks. Apparently, I was like looking up some like historical things and apparently farmers hated it because it made it harder to get their food to the market on time. 
by like changing what time the market opened. Oh, so they don't like it. No, or at least old time. I don't know what farmers today, everything's so automated. But yeah, we actually, um, well, it was first proposed by Ben Franklin. Goodbye, dog. <laughs> and oh, I'm like, I love Percy's like, oh, no, we're talking about Ben Franklin. <laughs> She's like, oh, no, thank you. I hate that guy. <laughs> I do. No. So he thought that if we got up earlier in the summer, we'd burn less candles. So that was his idea. Wait, is that why we have daylight savings time? No, but that was the first person to suggest it. Okay. So okay. Um, it was first introduced by Germany in World War One as an energy saving measure. And honestly, I'm not really sure how like it saves energy, but... That is what Germany did. And then the U.S. followed in 1918. Um, But then as soon as the war was done, they repealed it. Uh, So then we didn't have it again. But then World War II happened and we instituted what was called wartime, which was like the same concept, daylight saving time, uh, apparently to save energy. And then wartime ended and like some people went back and some people didn't. And everybody like changed time on different weeks and like even like different cities in the same state. So In 1966, Congress passed the Uniform Time Act, and that's, like, what set up this system that we have today where we all switch together, except for Arizona and Hawaii. Oh, so we have daylight savings time because of Hitler? Yeah. Blame Hitler. Oh, my God. It makes sense, right? Because it sucks so hard. It does. It really does. The time change is the worst. Mm -hmm. So daylight savings time is what we have. Daylight saving time. I did it, too. Daylight saving Ah, time is, is what we have in the summertime. Um, and it's like, I think that people get like easily confused because people assume that like daylight saving time is in the winter because in the winter we need more daylight, right? But that's just regular regular time? Yeah, that's standard time. Um, so okay, going to permanent daylight saving time would be keeping the schedule that we have like right at this moment all year round. And then permanent standard time would be keeping the schedule that we have in the winter all year round. See, I'm a proponent of keeping the schedule we have now because we would have longer evenings with the sun both for summer and the winter. Because I feel like when we fall back, then it's like, oh, great, it's four o'clock, time to go to bed, you know? Right, right, absolutely. And that's definitely a big point. Um, But then like on the flip side of that, if you have this time all year round, you're not going to see the sun until after you're already at work in the morning. Cool, I don't care. You don't care? (laughs) Oh, those are fighting words. I'm I'm a hardcore fallback person. I love to fall back. I hate springing forward. I am all about that extra morning sun. And the I don't, as nice as light after work is, I'm not a big fan of it. What? You don't like a long summer night? Oh, I love a long summer night. But After work? You don't want to like, oh, I love to walk my dog. You don't want to walk Percy? I mean, I want it. But not at the sacrifice of uh, not at the sacrifice of morning light. Yeah, that's because you're a morning person, aren't you, Aaron? No, you're one of those disgusting morning people. No, that's why I want morning light because it wakes it wakes you up in the morning. Get a light. Get <laughs> one of those sunlight. You know what I mean? I have sunlight. one. I have right. one, and I sleep with the windows open. Okay. Well, yeah. I guess you're doing everything you can. <laughs> well, thanks for explaining that. So a big push for making um, daylight saving time permanent, which is what we have right now. Yeah was because of negative health effects of going back and forth an hour. I mean, it it seems so silly. Like, is it really that bad, like, one hour? It is. I mean, you know, if you've ever traveled by plane, you know that jet lag is awful. And jet lag's not really from being in a plane. It's mostly from time change. So, like, Mm -hmm. it can take up to two weeks for our bodies to kind of recalibrate after each switch. And um, whether it's springing forward or falling back during the two weeks after, there are more car crashes. And people report severe mood changes and brain fog. But... 
the worst consequences come in the spring when we spring forward and lose that hour of sleep. Um, the risk of heart attack and stroke actually goes up like dramatically. Whoa, really? Yeah, yeah, which is just wild to me. You know, I feel like I'm just generally so sleep deprived that an hour just doesn't make a difference. Like I'm miserable <laughs> all year. And so it doesn't matter. Like I'm just like, whatever. Yeah. Oh, interesting. That's messed up. I mean, if it's causing heart attacks and strokes. Right. Yeah. I think no matter which side of the debate you fall on, like something's got to change. It's got to be permanent one way or the other. Mm-hmm. And now my dog's, I'm going to try and letting the dog out. We'll see if this works. Okay, let's see. Let's see. <laughs> what she does when it's time to go for a walk, she like goes to the door and barks and then runs away from the door when I try to let her out. Oh, that's helpful. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see. Okay, okay give me a sec. <laughs> Hold. I'll just play a little music while you do that. Don't, no, don't run away from me. Don't do this. You're going outside. All right, well, let's take a quick break here. And when we come back, Erin is going to tell us why making daylight saving time permanent could be a mistake. We kind of talked about this a little bit, Erin, but I'm hearing if we could make the final call, you would stick with permanent standard time and I would pick permanent daylight saving time. Um, yeah. Is that is that what we would do? Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's about where we would be. Like, I want that extra hour of light in the morning. I think I'm not a big fan of going of like sending kids to school in the dark. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. They'll get used to it. And I mean, like on the flip side, in like your defense, in defense of permanent DST, there's research that shows that extra hour of light in the evening actually means that there is like less crime. So it reduces crime because it's not dark out. That's so sad that like our minds work like a fairy tale. Like we're just like, oh, we're going to behave. But once the sun sets, I know, mm, right? the knives come out. Like what the hell, humanity? Exactly. And it's like, it's kids versus crime. What are you going to choose? Crime. <laughs> okay, so has anyone actually looked into this? Like the science behind it? Like which one is better? Or are we just always going to just arm wrestle about it? Yeah, so people actually have, um, and there's there's actually like a lot of research around it, and I think the story behind that Sorry, research. Did someone just hit your mic? Yes. <laughs> this is why I usually hide in the closet when I'm recording. <laughs> but but you can't because your cat peed in the closet. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, these animals are ruining your life, Erin. I mean, you have no idea. I love them, but you have no idea. Get pets. It'll be fun. Help with your depression. No. <laughs> well, you're too busy to be depressed now. You're just yeah, well, <laughs> speaking of depression, um, okay. one of the things that we know about daylight saving time and like light in the morning is that um, getting sunlight in the morning when you first wake up is pretty crucial for handling seasonal depression. Um, okay. And one of the reasons that we know this, and I think it's pretty cool, is because we went to space. So like, if you think about it, uh, you know, when we first went to space, whatever, we're up there for like two or three days at a time. You know, maybe you sleep, maybe you don't. Maybe you're just like looking out the window. Nobody cares. But then we build the ISS and like suddenly people are spending months or even like an entire year in space. And the thing is, the ISS goes around Earth 16 times a day. So that mm -hmm. means you have 16 sunrises and sunsets every 24 hours. Your circadian rhythm is just like... That's messed up. Utter, yeah, mm -hmm. it's just gone. So NASA made all these studies looking at light and sleep, trying to figure out, like, how can we make our astronauts not go insane not having a day and a night? And um, what they found is that, like, getting blue light first thing in the morning mm -hmm. suppresses melatonin. And, you know, like, melatonin makes us sleepy. Um, so that's why we, like 
aren't supposed to use screens late at night or like why our phones now have this like orange mode and nighttime mode. Mm. And the idea is that like that way you can make melatonin and fall asleep. Um, So getting blue light early is a big part of waking up. And like if you don't get it, you don't always really wake up properly. So like there's a good chance that like you go to school in the dark or go to work in the dark and then stay in the dark and you spend the whole day like feeling like a zombie. Can't you just have a blue light? I'm still fighting for my long summer evenings. Can't you just have a blue light? Just shoot it in your face in the morning? So like, I mean, theoretically, they even make like blue light sleep masks. But um, I think the really big thing for all of this, which like blew my mind when I realized it, like all of these arguments aside, is that we've actually tried this before. When? So in the 1970s, there was this big energy crisis, right? In like 1973. Mm -hmm. And so in January of 1974, Richard Nixon signs into effect this law that makes daylight savings time permanent. Oh. And the idea was that it would help save fuel. Again, I don't really understand how that works, but that's the idea. And everybody hated it. Everyone hated it. It was dark every morning. You went to work in the dark. And you often usually still were in the dark when you came home or close to it. So can I read you some headlines from like that January? Sure. So you're basically saying we shouldn't. Why are we doing this again? We hated it. We hated it. And we didn't just hate it. It was really dangerous. Some of these headlines include Minneapolis, Minnesota School Board reports incidents of sexual assault higher on young children during the new weeks of daylight savings time. And Virginia, morning accident, fractured skull. Uh, Enfield, Connecticut, woman killed. Student injured by bus. Los Angeles, one death publicly attributed to DST. (laughs) Stop it, you two. Oh, my God. Now the cat and dog are fighting. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Um, You're fine. You're fine. You're both fine. Oh, my God. Okay, so... This is, like, actually pretty tragic. Um, the the thing that kind of really triggered the switch was that uh, in Florida, over the course of, like, those 28 days, mm-hmm. eight kids, eight kids were struck and killed by cars while waiting for school in the dark. Oh, and it was so yeah. severe that yeah. schools across the country all pushed their start times back until they could, like, get to school during the daylight. And, uh, yeah, by the end of that year, by October, it was repealed, and we were back to where we are with a time change. Okay, okay. Yeah, So, like, with permanent standard time, our latest sunrise is 8 Mm a.m. Our latest sunrise with permanent DST is 9 a.m. in Portland, and it wouldn't actually get light until 9.30. Um, The start time for PPS middle schools is 8.40 a.m. So so kids are getting on the bus at 8 a.m., sometimes 7.30. Mm -hmm. And if the sunrise isn't until 9 a.m., that's all happening in the dark. Yeah, that's kind of messed up. And then look at sunsets. Our earliest sunset with permanent standard is 4.36. doesn't get dark until 5.00. Our earliest sunset with permanent DST is 5.36, dark at 6. So you're really, you only get that extra hour of light in the evening for like three weeks. Mm-hmm. Versus like you have from early November until mid-February, we would not have the sun come up before 8 a.m. So for that long, kids are commuting in the dark. And I think what the big question for me is like, because this has happened before, because it was a total disaster, why are we doing it again? Right. I thought this was kind of interesting, but like when you look at these bills that keep on getting introduced and who's lobbying for them, the group that wants permanent DST the most is golf courses because they want people to get off work at 5 p.m. and go golf for an hour. And congressmen love golf. Like Congress loves to golf. Politicians love golf. So they're taking all that big golf money and they want the big permanent DST. Big golf. Wait, did big golf get to Oregon and Washington? Why did we vote for it then? I don't know. Maybe we're followers. Maybe we're just silly. Maybe we're genuinely like 
uh, I'm frustrated with the time change or like, you know, we think about that extra hour when we get off work and we really want it. A lot of people wanted it when Nixon did it. People were pretty stoked about this idea of moving to permanent DST. Then they actually got it. And like the reality of like having it be dark until already like a half hour into your workday kind of sits in mm-hmm. and everybody hates it. And again, just like picture like sending your kid off, walking to the bus stop, crossing streets in the dark. Well, I guess that's a good uh, argument. Uh, you're changing my mind a little bit, Aaron. Oh, I'll take a little. I'll take a little. If that's all I can get, I'll take it. But I do get it. Like, I really want sunlight when I get off work, too. And that's all I want. That's all I want. I don't know. I live for the summer. I'm a full sun plant. So. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, Aaron, for walking us through that. And um, and also for wrangling all of your pets. <laughs> This was like a Benny Hill sketch. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right now, Percy's laying on her back with her dog tags in her mouth, chewing on them. That's what's happening. And the cat's over here after having whacked the dog until she got off that corner of the couch. So, you know, this is is literally my life. Well, good luck with that, Erin. Thank you. That's all for today here on CityCast Portland. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more from around the city. Until then, see you at Slim's.